Welcome to Inside the Ballet, a podcast series presented by Nashville Ballet's Community Engagement Initiative. At Nashville Ballet, we believe in the transformative power of art. Art is and has always been a facilitator for change, bringing about awareness, dialogue, empathy, and much more. Art brings beauty into our lives and makes the world a more hopeful, positive place. In our Inside the Ballet series, Nashville Ballet artists and creative experts will discuss the inspiration behind our upcoming performances, give insight into the creative process, and help listeners gain understanding of poetic, social, and cultural themes surrounding a work. Whether you are looking to increase your ballet IQ or learn more about how a ballet is brought to the stage, join us for Inside the Ballet and be transformed. Hi, I'm Brianna Richardson. And I'm Paul Vasterling. And we are here with Inside the Ballet. So, Brianna, we just had an amazing talk with Kevin Thomas, who is the artistic director of Collage Dance Theater in Memphis. And he has been here to work on our very first digital series. Yeah, it was good to um, hear him and everything he brings with him. Um, I was really impressed. I really loved the space that he mentioned that you've created for artists like him to tell his story and um, to be able to bring that that to here to Nashville Valley to our audiences. And I even heard it yesterday, um, a similar uh, sentiment from um, another choreographer, um, Andile, with the same thing, that similar, a space to tell and express their stories. So, um, yeah. And it's the, this young man, Kevin Thomas has this amazingly unique voice yeah. that all still speaks through the, the vocabulary of ballet, uh, yes. which, but he's also telling a really interesting and hard, difficult story this time around. So, um, Certainly, we're glad to be able to give forum in this new milieu, this new world for us, because digital is not really our world. We've always done theatrical productions, Very and, true. and being able to, you know, explore this almost a new medium for us. Yeah, we stumbled into it last year. We did. We learned a lot. <laughs> I don't say stumbled. I say we got pushed off a cliff. <laughs> pushed off a cliff. But we ball changed. The digital right? world. Right? Yes. We've got it now. Yeah, we've been dipping our toe into the pool for, <laughs> you know, about five years now. And then someone came along and just shoved us into the pool and yes. we had to swim. And, you know, here we are. But now we're owning it. Yep. <laughs> Similar to this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it, I think I was shoved in. <laughs> so and, here we go. Yep. All right. Well, hello and welcome. Thank you, Brianna. It's great to be here. <laughs> it's great to be here. I'm Brianna Richardson, Community Engagement Manager, and I am here with Artistic Director Paul Vasterling. Hi, Brianna. Good. Hi, Kevin. Hey, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. You are coming to us from Memphis? Memphis, Tennessee. Yes. Memphis, Tennessee. I am co-founder and Artistic Director of Collage Dance Collective. We are a contemporary ballet company in Memphis. We um, have been there since, I guess we opened our school in 2009, and we just now completed an $11 million capital campaign to build wow. Congratulations. a new... Thank you. I hear you have some really beautiful, a beautiful building there. I'm sorry I didn't get to see it, but I'm, I will. You it will looks, come. It, it is, looks gorgeous. Thank you. No, it's very... No, it's... 
it's we can't believe we have this space. You know, from what we had before, this is a big difference. You know, one of our large studios is the size of our the whole building that we used to have before. <laughs> oh wow! So now we have five studios, wow. and there, there's lots of windows, lots of light everywhere, and it's a very nice, warm feeling. And it's really changed the way that you know we we, we um. I'll just I may have said this to you before, but our this building got redone in 2015. And um, we went from having four studios and, you know, mom and poppy, yeah. you know, that kind of feeling, which we've had for years. And this is a great building, always has been, but we redid it in 2015 and it really changed our world. Yes, yeah. it did. Changed On everything tours, about us. I was us. like, and we have windows? <laughs> that was like a feature. <laughs> but, it changed, but it also changes the way you think, right? Yes. And the way you can, what you can create. Yes. yes. You know? Um, think bigger, yes. You it's can think bigger. times, yeah. No, it's great. And just having the space too, just the, just space to have space. You know, we didn't have that before. Yeah. So now we're really, really grateful that the community has turned around to support us. And especially this happened during COVID. Mm-hmm. I mean, we raised money during COVID, $11 million during COVID. So That's amazing. Wow. Impressive. So well, gosh, we're, we're so happy that you're able to come and spare some time with us here in our very first digital series, very first official. We were forced into digital last year because of COVID and learned a whole lot. But now this is our really first one where we're really sort of intentionally setting out for digital. And I really appreciate you being part of our guinea pig group <laughs> to, to fool around with us. And it's been a really exciting couple of weeks with you being here. And we're kind of at the, the uh, climax, I guess, of that whole process yeah, with the filming. So, um, yeah, this has been a treat. It really has been yeah. a treat and it's, uh, an experiment too. Yeah. But exciting. Yeah. So we and just want to we just want to find out about you and so we're going <laughs> to we're going to get in here and see okay. tell us about you, where you're from. Where I'm from. I was born in Trinidad, mm-hmm. Trinidad and Tobago. And but I grew up in Canada, Montreal, Montreal, Quebec. So that's where I actually started dancing was in Montreal. So those are my roots. I danced with uh, with Lake Grand Ballet Canadian. That was my first ballet company that I danced with. And then I made my move to United States. And I moved to Cleveland to dance with Cleveland San Jose Ballet. And then finally to New York to dance with Dance Theater of Harlem. Um, and, you know, throughout my years as a dancer, when I started dancing, I was, you know, always the only one of color. So very early on, let's say in the seventies is when I started realizing that I was the wrong color for ballet or that's that's what they told me back then. So, um, those early years were kind of rough, you know, and even my years as a dancer, I mean, that's what led me to come to United States. I just felt like Canada was not going to be the place for me. And, um, came to Cleveland and then to New York in New York. When I got to dancing of Harlem, um, it was very different because all of a sudden I was on stage with dancers who look like me mm-hmm. and that made a big difference to just how I saw myself, you know, my color all of a sudden became something that was, Oh, was beautiful. It was, you know, I hadn't felt that. And that's what actually ignited that, passion in me to want to create more, to create another, you know, company like Dance Suit of mm-hmm. Harlem, mm-hmm. you know, cause I told myself there's, you know, there are AB, there's many ABTs, New York city ballets, yeah. all these, all of more them, opportunities. You know, more opportunities. More opportunities. So why not 
create another company yes. to create more opportunities. Yep. You know. Yep. So I'm going to go back a little further. When uh-oh. did you? When did you know, or when did you fall in love with dance? What happened? What was the moment? What was the moment? Interesting. That's a good one because I started dancing when I was seven. And I was kind of forced to dance because my parents didn't want me to stay home watching cartoons all day long. Mm-hmm. I was an introvert. So um, so um, I was put into dance. Um, it was, you know, how can I say? Um, I came home one day with a flyer um, announcing, you know, gymnastics, ballet, tap dancing. My mother saw it and said, this is what you're doing. So I started dancing, and I liked it right away. I really, really liked okay. it. Uh, I felt it was one way that I can communicate mm-hmm. and found a sort of um, good sense of being, you know, who I was. And it was only when I um, went to the National Ballet of Canada, um, and when they told me that, you know, I couldn't be a dancer, that my legs were too crooked and I should go into jazz, that's a kind of dance that, you know, would be good for my body, is when I was like, no, I'm going to do this. And that's when the passion really, mm-hmm. like, no, they said no, but I'm saying yes. So it was, a, a, in a way, a reaction to the adversity. Which, <laughs> yes, it was. Huh. Wow. So that was the beginning. That that's was the beginning. Amazing. And that's when I got into, um, it was called at that time, École Supérieure de Danse du Québec. Oh, mouthful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Superior <laughs> School of Dance in Montreal. That would be the translation. Oh, okay. So I got into that school when I didn't get into the National Ballet of Canada. And that's where my, you know, the training really, really, really took off for me. And yeah, definitely the passion and the love. And also what it did to my um, my academic studies. Yes. You know, before dance, I would say I was probably like, probably I was a C student. Mm-hmm. I really was. And when I started dancing, I became an A student. Wow. Well, that's a great advertisement for <laughs> going to ballet school, right? What? Yes. Teaches you how to focus. I was going to say, so now looking back as an adult, what was it you think that, that transferred over into academics, to your schooling? It's the focus. Mm-hmm. It was learning to be passionate. You know, I had to learn a second language, too. When I was transferred to um, Ecole Superior, it was a French school. I wasn't French-speaking yet, so I was... 13, and I started learning French at that age. So it was the focus, it was the love, it was the passion, mm-hmm. you know, to want to improve, to do better. I was studying all the time, and I was, I, I didn't have, what's that? I, di- I didn't have a spare minute to myself as yeah. a kid. <laughs> I was always in school, even in the summer. I was yeah. in all these summer programs for academics and for ballet. Nice. You're, you are totally speaking Brianna in my <laughs> language right now. Yes. If everybody could see Brianna's eyes lighting yeah. up. Like yes. this, is her, this is her world where she knows that it makes huge differences in people's lives. And you are just like a walking advertisement yes. for that. I was Thank trying you. to get it all like, are you getting this? Are yeah, no, it does. I mean, that's why, that's why we opened the school too in, in, in Memphis. That's why I call it preaching the gospel of dance because yeah. I know – even if you don't become a dancer, exactly. I know that it does a great world. And of, for males and getting that energy out and that expression, being able to yes. express, it's huge. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. To find your voice, mm-hmm. that self-confidence. And I see it in the kids every day. I nice. see how they begin and what it turns them into, mm-hmm. you know. So I know it's a positive thing because I know what it did for me, Yeah, you know. And I always tell people, my graduating class, um, we were, I think I must have been 18 and we were – 
I mean, I was 19 years old, and my graduating class, we maybe were like 20 dancers that graduated. Mm-hmm. I mean, only two of us, no, three of us got into like Grand Ballet, the main company. But the others do not sleep on them. They're all lawyers and doctors and filmmakers, and now right. they're doing great things in mm-hmm. Canada. One of them is right. now turned into the executive director of Le Grand Ballet. Right. Amazing, right? So, yeah. yeah, now the training... You know, because you're taught to focus and you're taught to do things over and over and over yes. again. So you learn how to uh, master boredom, yes. you know, master repetition. Yeah. And competition you know, with self, even. Competition like, with that mirror, that's, let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. just Competition with stuff. self yeah. and friendly competition, yeah. healthy competition healthy, with yes. others. Yeah. I mean, when I went to the National Ballet of Canada... I mean, that was the first time I was in a a class with, you know, let's say 15 boys. Mm -hmm. Before that, we were like, you know, one or two boys in my class. So to be 15 boys in a class, it's like a baseball team. Right. So that really made my love of dance. It changed my perspective because before then, you know, I was told that ballet was for girls. You know, I didn't know the history of dance up until then. I didn't know that ballet began with men. But... (laughs) It changed my perspective because when I went there, I was like, no, ballet is for boys. I mean, we're competing on who can jump the highest. So now I'm curious, do you have a lot of boys, males in in collage or at the school? We have the most in uh, any of the schools in Memphis, actually. We have attracted quite a few boys, but we we still need more. So we're working on other programs to attract more boys to, you know, to ballet. Mm -hmm. But we do have quite a few, so... We have lots of little little boys. <laughs> yeah. So we've got you here in Nashville. Yes. All to ourselves. Yes. You've, this is your second week here? This is kind of like my You've been- half a week. I came, um, I guess, two weeks ago for one week. Okay. Not to go back to Memphis. Um, our company was presenting in North Carolina and Durham. And then I came back yesterday okay. to finish off this. Process. So how is that going? Tell us what you're working on here. This is called Eve is Black and music by Alison Russell. A little backstory in Alison Russell is that she's also from Montreal. <laughs> yeah, I would love to interject here and say, I didn't know this. <laughs> and when I put them together on the Zoom, they both went, oh, and they then started speaking French. <laughs> and I was like, Wow, this couldn't have worked out better. So, but you all had not met before. We had okay. not met before. No, I had done some research. You know, when I was when I was introduced or told I was going to be working with her, and I, you know, saw that she was from Montreal. I was like, "This is." Did they know this? But anyway, so I'm using her music, her poetry, and this is new music she created. We had, I had gone down the list of her other music, other songs, mm-hmm. and. um Although they're all beautiful, it still didn't resonate with what kind of work I could do with Nashville Ballet. Then she pulled out this um, new poem, new song that she was working on. I said, yes, this could work. She's great. I'd love it to work because I haven't put music to it yet. Huh. So when, we, when I started, when I came up with the concept, I had no idea what the music would sound just like. just had a poem. I just had a poem. <laughs> so I had a story. Mm-hmm. And so I start shaping the movement from the story itself. And then a day before I went into rehearsal on my own company, because I knew that I had a lot of work to do on it still, I still didn't have the music. I think I got the music in the morning. <laughs> so at this time, what are you playing for the dancers? Are you playing anything? Did you find a substitute or they're just... 
No, no we didn't have anything. I didn't start choreography yet. I, I started with my company first. Okay. But I just had the poetry. So I was just using the poetry to come up with movement in my mind. I hadn't started with the dancers yet. And when I got the music the day after, she recorded it in her hotel room because she was stuck. She was, you know, she tours a lot. So she she was stuck in the city. So, you know, she heard me close to tears. <laughs> Say, please, Allison, send me the music. And she sent it to me in the morning. And I started that same morning just hashing out some loud. Wow. With wow. them. And the story, you know, I wrestled with it. I actually had, you know, um, sleepless nights because it was a hard story for me to tell. You know, you're, you're, you're taking off my own layers. You're going into my own fears, my, my own issues with discrimination, my own history and hers too. And then we're also talking about rape, mm -hmm. you know. So those are, are things that for me, it was hard to grasp and actually want to show mm -hmm. and be good about or, or feel good about it. But I thought I had to do it. If this is something I'm afraid of, then mm -hmm. I need to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it's a story that I don't think we, we ever see in a ballet. Mm -hmm. It's never put out that way. So I thought it would, you know, I thought, yes, I need to do it. And then I said, okay, I'm doing it. I'm really doing this came to Nashville and I, you know, I told the dancers at the beginning how uncomfortable I was with this topic and they seemed to be really good about it until we actually put together the whole, there's a lynching scene. Well, how do you, how do you even prepare them? Did you share the poem? Do you let them hear I the read music? The, I read the poem to them. Okay. I read it to them. And then I told them about the, the scenes that I thought would be disturbing and they seemed to be okay about it. But I think hearing about it and seeing it are two different things. So after the choreography came out, and let's say by Wednesday, when they actually saw the scene with Jason, who plays her son in it, with him being lynched, and you actually see a scene with him being lynched, I think it just sent chills down the dancer's back. So we had to have a conversation, another conversation about why I wanted to do this. Mm -hmm. why, was it, why did we need to see it? You know, and because it brought up a lot of things. That's a good dancers. question, though. It did. And and why do, what do you think? What's your, why do you think we need to see it? Because it's, a lot of our history is hidden. A lot of it we don't want to talk about. A lot of it we're trying to push behind us. Yep. One of the dancers said, you know, he actually comes from a racist family. So seeing this, it brought it back for him. Mm. And that's why it was hard, you know, and you know, we have to come to terms that it's, it's this racism, this thing is not over. It isn't, it's still here. Yes. We're still dealing with it. And I think that's, what's uncomfortable is that we, we know that it's here is the elephant in the room and you know, black people don't want to talk about it. White people don't want to talk. Yeah, about it. Yeah. And I mean, it. art is a, a really good way of us confronting those fears. It's a, yeah. what it should do. Right. It yes. reflects, back on us, our own fears. And I mean, Allison's song, the story is embedded in her song. Yes. And then it, you have then just sort of realized another facet of this story. And um, you're right. I mean, it does make us uncomfortable and sometimes it does. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're, I think that that's partially what art does for us. Also, it it's beautiful. There's beauty in what you do. And, you know, I love to compare what you do because your language is ballet. Yes. I love that about you. 
you've taken that as your language. And even though someone said, no, you can't speak this language. And you said, no, no, I will speak this language. I love that. And there's a specific kind of form about ballet mm-hmm. that actually helps us to take in these stories, mm-hmm. these difficult stories. It's like putting a poem into a, a form, you know, it's got lines and, and stanzas and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It helps you to, I guess, experience in a different way. And it's both more difficult and easier to, to, to experience the story. I mean, that's what I see in, in the work, which I'm really glad you did it and are brave enough to come here. Not only brave enough to tell that story, but also brave enough to come here with no music, <laughs> not knowing any dancers, because I do this to people all the time where I was like, Hey, would you like to come into Nashville and collaborate? We have amazing composers and musicians here. And that's a scary thing mm-hmm. as a choreographer. You don't know. You don't know the dancers. You don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. No. Or even the music. The music. No. Like you said, you walked into the room and you like, it got to you just as you walked through the door. <laughs> oh, okay, here we go. And I mean, I thank you for that. And thank you for, um, that uh, openness and sharing with all of us here. And then of course, everybody that's going to see the work. Absolutely. You know, it's been, um, it's been a wonderful experience. It's been a, it has made me, um, this pushed me to grow and it's pushed me to again, peel off a few of my own layers. You know? yeah. And that's what I, I like to ask even is, you know, what has this ballet taught you? Or, you know, like this process, what have you learned from creating this work or still learning? Um, what has it taught me? Again, it is, it has brought a, another layer of confidence to who I am as a person. I'll be honest about that because I've just told my deepest, darkest secret <laughs> yeah. to everyone. And it's okay, you know, and it's okay. And it's actually beautiful. Right. So it has given me another layer of, I feel good about myself mm-hmm. and it's okay. I think that's what art needs to do. And I hope it does it for other people too, to release you and get you onto that other platform of acceptance. It was wonderful to work with these artists from the Nashville Ballet and how open they were to the process because it was difficult. I mean, I'm asking you to basically be a Nazi kind of, you you know, to be a racist and I'm asking this other one to, to be vulnerable. And they all took it on very well, you know, as artists and as actors. And I'm proud of them for that. I was talking to the dancers about what it means to be the instrument of someone else's vision, Mm -hmm. you know, post your, your, um, your work here. And um, it brought up stuff for us to talk about as an organization and what we do. And, you know, it's such a weird thing to be a dancer, right? Because you are, you are a tool, you're like a paint, mm-hmm. you're a, a piece of stone in a way, right? And yet, you are also a human with emotions, with energy, tired or, mm-hmm. you know, and also a, a backstory. Uh-huh. Yes, mm-hmm. right. And all that comes into the picture. Mm-hmm. So it makes it really complicated, on the other hand, isn't it the most wonderful thing when this it starts is. to click together? When it does, when they use that backstory to fuel mm-hmm. the story that we're trying to tell. Yeah. I need that. I need, I need the dancers to come with something. Yes, totally. They can't come blank. They have to come with something. Yeah. They have to be open enough to let it go through them. Yes. But I want to see them. Yeah, lovely. And how they react to that I like, story. I hope that's, I, I want that to be our specialty here is that we have 
you know, a bunch of humans who can reflect and help tell these stories mm -hmm. that need to be told, whatever they are. There are mm -hmm. many stories to be told. You know, this process, you know, the filming of it, you know, it's, it's great. It's exciting. There's a lot going on. And what I do love about this is having a lot of eyes, everybody else's input too. That helps me. I like to work mm -hmm. that way. What so. do you think, what do you think people are going to see when this, this piece of art, this video, this film goes out into the world? What do you think they might see? From from today's experience, because from today's to, experience. today was the first shooting day, the first time yeah. he's been had the cameras and seen all of the angles. Oh, okay, that's a good question. I don't know. It's hard because I have the story in my head, and I've been in many many rehearsals. You know, so I'm trying to step back. I'm looking at it on the screen, but I'm still seeing. You know, where are we trying to go? I I think I'm just excited and anxious to see what people say. Really, I don't know what they're going to say. I'm waiting to see. <laughs> Have you ever created for film? We, you know, last year, COVID, Same we here. did. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Same way we learned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That editing room was, you know, days. <laughs> right. Days yeah. looking at that video and just, you know, making the dancers do the same thing over and over again. And so know? it just they, makes, you know, with, with the film, it's like, you know, you actually get to direct the audience's eye. You get yeah, to you choose do. what they see. That's true. So even yes. when Paul mentioned it to me about, and he was telling me about, you know, the different scenes, I was like, well, in my mind, I'm going, oh, maybe he's like going to zoom in on shaking feet or, you know, yeah. I, like I was curious what you were going to let me see. You know what I mean? Um, did, what did you make, like, make any choices? Like the, um, yeah, we made choices. I, I wanted, you know, we, I wanted the audience to also see it from the point of view of the, the character, the main character is Claudia as, you know, as these people are looking at her, she's okay. the one with the darkest skin. They look at her because, you know, I'm trying to tell a story as someone who is feeling, you know, to, to feel the racism, you have to see what I'm seeing. Mm. So I wanted some of that to get in there. So, um, yes, we're trying to direct the audience to see what I want them to see. But even with that, what I want them to see, the audience is still going to see something different, too. Yes. So we'll just... Wait and see. <laughs> Drum roll. Drum roll. We're all still learning. Thank you for joining us for this latest installment of Nashville Ballet's podcast series, Inside the Ballet. To learn more about our performances, virtual season releases, community engagement initiative, and more, visit NashvilleBallet.com. <laughs>